In 2010, we started a new chapter in our lives. We decided to move to Mallorca in Spain and make our home there. We didn't want to live as expats, so decided the best thing would be to live in a Spanish community. So we found an apartment there. We have tried to integrate into the culture. We have become Spanish residents. And of course, we are trying to learn Spanish, which is an ongoing journey and is fraught with all sorts of mistakes. Like, for example, when I thought the word for embarrassed was simply using an English word, embarrassed, and sticking O at the end of it. And so when I said estoy embarazado in Spanish, my best Spanish accent, uh, I got lots of laughter because, of course, that phrase does not mean I am embarrassed. It means I am pregnant. So these 12 years of being here in Mallorca has been quite an adventure and a lot has changed in our lives. We've adopted a different rhythm of life because that happens when you live on an island. It's very laid back. It's very relaxed. Perhaps the biggest change, though, has been the way in which we live as Christians within this culture. When we moved, we didn't realize the implications of stepping outside of our British culture, which we've enjoyed for so much, and particularly the British Christian culture. Of course, people have asked us why we moved. Why did we move to Spain? Uh, what was the reason? Was it to start a church or join a church? Had God called us to be missionaries in Spain? And we're often asked, what church do we go to in Mallorca? Followed by the question, what do you think God is doing there? Of course, we have no real idea what we think God is doing there. It's always uh, a question that is so loaded and so difficult to answer. Well, we came because a group of our close friends were moving here, seven of us embarking on a journey together. Uh, we also had a feeling that this is where we wanted to be for the next chapter of our lives. Uh, it felt like a good place to be, of course, a better climate, and to enjoy living by the sea. And in the first months of our time here, we began to make friends and try and build a new life for ourselves here. Being a small group of friends, we got together regularly, even though we lived in different parts of Parma, the main city. We shared life, often eating and drinking together, encouraging one another, praying for each other. And our new friends would be included in these times that we had. For us, it was a very organic way of being church and doing church together. Sometimes we joked that we could plant a very successful church for English-speaking expats if we wanted to. Of course, we had all the ingredients in our small group, pastoral, worship leading and teaching gifts, but we were pursuing a different path, a different way of being church and expressing that church life. Sometimes friends visiting us from the UK would ask us if we missed having times of worship and having times of teaching. But, you know, we're living on a really beautiful island. This is a fantastic place. And for us, every day when we look out of the window and we see the view and we see the scenery, it just causes our hearts to worship. We don't need to sing for 20 minutes on a Sunday morning to worship God. And as far as teaching is concerned, we'd spent a whole lifetime receiving good Bible teaching in the UK, and now we were putting it into practice. We were teaching and encouraging one another. As I said, we've made lots of friends since being here, and these friendships have enriched our lives, and we hope that we have enriched theirs. Some of our friends aren't sure what they believe about God, but we have great conversations about life, faith, and spirituality. Others do have a belief in God and are on their own journey of discovery. And some of the friendships that we've made have surprised us. Like, for example, we had a young Muslim couple as neighbours with whom we enjoyed a really good friendship until their work took them to a new country. 
Also, there have been many late-night conversations over bottles of wine with another neighbour who is a deeply spiritual man, but not on the same path as ourselves. Some of the most wonderful God moments we have are when we are sitting around the table, eating and drinking with our friends, where the God who is present breaks into our conversation. To us, that is what Holy Communion should be, rather than a nip and a sip in our church services. So these years have been a huge change for us, not only geographically and culturally, but spiritually. Our experiences here in Spain have provoked us to look at the heart of what it means to be Christians. What do we believe and why? We have had to look objectively at our faith and ask how much of it has really been shaped by Scripture. I think much of it in the past was shaped by the habits of a lifetime and our experience of living in the bubble of a first world Christian culture. And in that culture, we had no atheist or agnostic friends who would challenge our ways of thinking. So many of the beliefs, ideas and thoughts that we had embraced have been examined, sifted and found wanting. Our theology, opinions and perspectives have been shifting and we believe in a positive way. When we first moved here, some of our friends didn't understand why we were doing it. Because it's very strange to move out of a culture that you're enjoying and leaving friends behind. They ask questions like, were we opting out of life, retiring, losing our focus, losing our way? Were we no longer interested in serving God? Did we just want to sit in the sun and live on the beach? We once heard that someone in the UK was saying, Noel and Trisha have lost their way and are nowhere now. Well, truth is, we haven't lost our way and we are definitely somewhere. And here on this island, we are definitely doing what we have always done living with and enjoying the God who is present and hoping that we are having a positive effect on others. We are simply taking a different route through this season of life. It has given us a new outlook on life and faith and opened up our horizons in a way we could not have imagined. Several years ago, someone asked Trisha if she was having a crisis of faith. Her immediate reply was, no, but I am having a crisis of culture. This piece of poetry by Tricia that concludes the podcast in some ways explains the journey that we have been on. It's called Keeping Faith. Thanks for listening to my confession. I'm taking a different route. It might be a long way round, but if we should meet along the way, please greet me without prejudice or judgment. Be happy for the liberty I'm finding. It would be such joy, such freedom for us both. Maybe we can really see each other in this different light. I did not want my cynicism to drown me, and so I stepped away, though some would say I fell. But really, my weary, worn-out heart just needed space to find a quiet, more simple path without the probing questions or the looks of loving deep concern. Memorials and signposts had begun to look the same, and any facade that I had built and happily decorated my life with tumbled as I walked away. I took the faith I tried to comprehend, stepped outside a culture that was all I'd ever known, and sought a different view. It's not that you were wrong or I was right. It's just I couldn't see the way ahead from where I stood. Without the rules and constraints, all expectations stopped. And so the life I could no longer seem to blend with, 
all the things I no longer cared so deeply for fell away like leaves at autumn's calling. I found that I was left with God unchanged. In the silence his love remained, it never missed a beat. Love continued like Niagara falling. Stronger than all my fears, bigger than the total sum of all my investment, deeper than everything I had heard or learned. God immense and vast. And from his storehouse, treasures old and new came to me as I continue on my way. I'm just taking a different route.